0: Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Liu Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu.
1: Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Your host, Lucy Liu here, wishing you a day full of sunny smiles and happy thoughts. Today, I have a special guest who I really admire. She was born in Hong Kong, raised in England, and now resides in Los Angeles. Dee Wong is an award-winning international keynote speaker, Hollywood film and TV producer, serial entrepreneur, business mentor, angel investor, and multi-best-selling author. Dee has been a speaker worldwide, was a resident speaker on the Think and Grow Rich Legacy World Tour, and has been featured in numerous outlets, including Oprah Magazine. So without further ado, let's learn from Dee about how to get into speaking. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Dee.
0: Oh, I am so happy to be here, Lucy. And I'm always so honored when I am on a podcast with an Asian female. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what like i said i've followed you for years you're truly an inspiration you are a speaker how did you get into speaking
0: so i first hired a mentor Uh, somebody that I I watched speaking uh, and I was just so enamored by his words and his message that I was like, wow, I really could learn a lot from him. And I wasn't even thinking about becoming a speaker at that time. I just want to have a mentor. And if that was, I know this is going to be a 15 minute or so podcast, but if there's one thing that you can take away is to get yourself a mentor. That's number one, right off the bat. I want to give you some value. Then once I hired him... Uh, he saw so much in me and he referred me to a couple of people who actually was looking for a speaker to be in a documentary, a movie documentary. And so out of thousands of people they interviewed, I got the part and they actually asked me if I wanted to be the entrepreneur, the salesperson or the speaker. And I said, no, I am kind of all three, but speaking will be the one that will challenge me. So I got off on my journey as a speaker for this movie. And it really shows how green I was at the beginning, because in the beginning of the movie, by the way, it's called Impact. And they call me up, you know, as a surprise. And I flubbed on my words. I couldn't even say the word motivation on, on the stage. And all these people were just staring up at me. And I was like, who the hell is this girl? <laughs> And um, that was like my moment when I was like, oh my gosh, very scary. Most people find public speaking very scary. And throughout the movie, I actually had to do my own homework to find myself stages. This is the part where I talk about really investing in myself. I spent a lot of money learning how to become a great speaker. And I really think uh, if you are listening and thinking about becoming a speaker, think about investing in yourself first. So I did do, I did take a course, which was a specific course about how to sell from on stage. That was $50,000. I obviously hired my uh, mentor that I told you cost me some money and kind of on the journey, I also took different courses and really understood the business of speaking because speaking is not just, okay, you get on the stage and you speak well, right? It's really about what do you do beforehand to prep to get on the stage and what do you do to follow up after you get off the stage so there is really a whole business around speaking that I would love to talk about but I also want this podcast uh, since we are really focusing on speaking I want you to not think about speaking as just a professional career I want you to think about speaking as something that you have to do Every single day of your life, whenever you actually open your mouth, you are speaking. And if you can actually put that thought into when you are forming sentences, when you are pausing, when your volume is uh, louder or softer and the, t- the pace uh, of how you speak and the uhs, ums and buts, you know, all the things that you put in between while you're thinking, all of th- those things come into play in every single day conversation. And I want you to think about when you want to become just a successful person in general, no matter if you are going to a job or if you are an entrepreneur or if you are a boss, you have to know how to speak well. And this is where I come in. I just love talking about communication in general. How do you articulate? How do you speak succinctly? How do you uh, become a really elegant speaker so that people want to continue listening to you and don't find you annoying? Is it your accent? Is it your tone? Are you speaking too high pitched? Are you speaking too low pitched? You know, it's really a musicality to the ears. And that is the joy that I find in my speaking career because I get to play on stage and I like to, I I like to not completely prepare myself and um, let spontaneity take over and let the energy of the audience take over and speak with heart and in the moment. (laughs) That was a long answer for you, Lucy.
1: <laughs> I love it. We can tell just even from the audio of your energy and your charisma on stage already, right? You've spoken you. at some of the very large stages, uh, such as the Grow and Rich Tour. Think and Grow Rich, yep.
0: Yes. Were those by referrals? Okay, so this a uh, great question, Lucy, because everybody who wants to become a speaker You don't just work on your craft and your technique, which is important uh, because you have to show that you're good but they don't think about working on their business side of it, which is to acquire stages. This is where Didi Wong comes in as a speaking coach because I always tell people the thing that sets me apart from many other speaking coaches is that I have the stages for you. I know the right people. I can get you to become an international speaker, to get you really practicing your craft as much as you can. And no, when I first started, I had to uh, really go out to network So I put a lot of time in showing up in like back then when we were allowed to be in groups and in events, I would go to as many as I could and I would practice the art of my elevator pitch where I am inviting and where I'm actually expressing myself as a speaker. So I remember the very first time I went to a national speakers association um, down in OC in uh, California. It was very first time I actually really out loud introduced myself as a speaker. (laughs) And it was really cool because then people were like oh you're a speaker too uh, so what do you speak about what is your message that was like oh what is my message i started really thinking but it's through the experience of going out to the world and interacting with other people and having them ask you questions that you discover what kind of speaker you want to be right um, and so you know through that i would i would say oh you know i talk about body image at that time i was talking about body image i talked about you know being a mother and and a somebody who actually works. Then it evolved into so many different things. And now I'm kind of Set in my path of wanting to talk about communication and elevator pitch and articulation and all of that. And really, how do you become a speaker? But yeah, you just have to network, 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 network because you want to re- increase your relationship capital. That would be the second takeaway I want to have give you in this podcast. You know, you really want to go out and uh, be seen as a speaker. And once you're seen as a speaker, you know your topics, you know your message, then you just be like oh do you do you know how have you been speaking uh, inquire about how where other people have spoken because if they have spoken in you know the women's conference let's say just make it up right then they they would know the promoter of that or the organizer of that event and then you would just say oh I would love to be introduced and then that you just get introduced and network and network introduce and network and then you get to the stages so that would be the easiest way to go about it without Uh, going online and literally typing in conferences or meetup, whatever you do to, to find stages. And of course, having a mentor like myself really is the easiest, easiest way because you'll get the coaching, but you also already get. I would say whenever you think about hiring a mentor, this is what I always say to my clients or when I speak, you know, when you hire a mentor, you're not hiring the mentor for just his or her knowledge because nowadays with YouTube, with seminars galore and summits galore, you can learn a lot from just attending these summits but when you find a mentor who actually has the network and the relationship capital that's the one you want to hire because you want you to increase your own network in the speaking business and uh, for them to introduce you personally introduce you to other people in the business so that they can put you on stage absolutely what is the best compliment you have ever received from speaking I want to be like you <laughs> Uh, There's so many. Uh, I want to be like you stuck out. But also, oh, my gosh, you made me think about my relationship with my father. And I really want to go and reach out to him now. Those are the kind of things because those are immediate, impactful, take action items that people are literally coming to tell me. So I shared back in March, I was in Egypt speaking and I, and, um, I received an award from the government for just recognizing me and helping a lot of female entrepreneurs all around the world. And I shared a story with my mom and dad actually in the audience. I hadn't had a very good relationship with my mom for a few years back uh, before March. And I pretty much confessed to my mom in front of the whole audience, which was around uh there were like maybe 30 tables of 10 around there. It was a huge forum. And uh my mom was there right in front and she was staring at me. And I, I just confessed uh and my my title was to talk about self-confidence and self-care. And I was confessing to the audience I am not the, the person to really talk to you about self-care right now because I haven't been eating and drinking um much water in the last four Forty-eight hours because I was so afraid to come up on the stage to tell you my story about my relationship with my mother and my mother is in the audience and she's staring at me and I could just feel the intense you know emotions in the room and I basically confessed and said sorry to my mom and apologized for everything that's happened between us in the last few years and that I don't want to suffer anymore I want to be a great daughter I want to have a great relationship with my mother and she was still staring at me, disapproving that I'm airing my dirty laundry out to the world. And um, but it was because of my boldness in doing so that I now have a really great relationship with my mom. And, you know, it's, it's just those kind of things. And then, of course, a lot of people ran up to me afterwards and just said, I have the same relationship with my, you know, like you and your mom with my dad. I have the same one with my brother. I have the same one with my one of my friends. That I grew-. So so it opened up a can of worms for a lot of people to think about. Whom in their lives do they have, you know, a relationship that needs to be amended, right? And so that was really impactful because I was able to help people think about, you know, just being the bigger person to apologize and let's have a good relationship for the rest of our lives with whoever it is that they they love, right? That's the power of speaking, people. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Was there anything along the way you y- wish you had known before you started?
0: You know, nothing bad, just how amazing speaking really can be. You you might initially think of it as, oh, I can make lots of money from it because most people are driven by money. But actually, if you have stories to tell, it doesn't matter if it's a story that, oh my God, I got raped when I was 16 or, oh my God, I lost a leg or anything so tragic, right? That you only have those stories to tell. Every day people have stories to tell. Just like mine was, very simple relationship with my mother, right? So I would love for you guys to think about not feeling like you are not worthy just because you don't have any special stories to tell because everyone's story is special to tell. I think if I had known that I would probably have gone into the the world of speaking maybe more with bigger more open arms than I did. Uh, it was scary at the beginning and don't worry because people uh when they look at you they they will judge you that's number one (laughs) but they will judge you in a way that they would connect with you so it's a good thing is what I'm saying like put yourself out there you will I always say your vibe attracts your tribe and you are going to attract the your right tribe to your world that's really beautiful and when you first started speaking did you give free speeches Oh my gosh. Yes. You have to, you have to give free speeches so you can practice your craft right now. In fact, um, podcasts and uh, audio podcasts, visual podcasts, TV shows, radio shows. Um, there's so many speaking platforms out there where you can really practice your craft, tell your story and see how people react and then you know adjust it to how um, you would want it. But yes, absolutely. Just like anything, especially becoming an entrepreneur, you know, you have to do some freebies before before you actually get paid in fact you have to do a lot of freebies so there are three types of as speakers one is the keynote which is a celebrity like a uh, oprah winfrey or uh, tony robbins right and then there there's a second type which is pay to play which is the type that I began in where you pay the organizers a fee to get on their stage and they bring the people, which is really actually very good for monetizing. If you have a course, if you have one-on-one coaching or group coaching, you can really monetize from doing a pay-to-play uh, model. And then the third one is just an inspirational speaker where you, you speak with no fee and no expectations and you go out and you just tell your story to impact. Mm, can you be all three? Yes, you can be all three. Uh, you'll take a little bit of a while to get to the keynote speaking because keynotes are usually people who are who have done it and are successful and really have something to say and they're known. Uh, I'm only just getting into the keynote speaking world, uh, loving it, but it, it's something that it, takes a little time to get to. So you would probably want to sit in the comfortable pay-to-play situation first. So you can get your name out there, work on your PR, work on your marketing and get your name known before people will actually hire you to speak in a keynote. Unless you are very niche and if you specifically have something to teach that is really only you who would know how to, you know, get to space in a rocket uh, ship or something. I don't know something very specific, then you would be hired as a keynote, even if your name is not known, but your your expertise is what's needed.
1: So you have a
0: book called
1: Success Breakthroughs with co-author Jack Canfield. Did that come before or after speaking?
0: It came before. I, I do have a PR agency, uh, and by the way, third takeaway is please don't forget to work on your PR and marketing because if you have a gift and you're not sharing it with the world, that's why would anybody want to listen? It's like saying saying somebody has a beautiful voice and you don't use it and to to make people feel good listening to you sing, then you know it is a waste, right? So definitely work on that. And, and that was the, the the book I did with Jack Canfield was really a PR project for the sake of getting my name out there um, for people to start recognizing me with people like Jack Canfield who is a legend in the personal development world and so when people when I say oh yeah I have a co-authored book with Jack Canfield they would then immediately lift up my credibility and trust me more because I did write a book with him right so those are the kind of projects that I started doing just to really get myself start being known as a speaker, as an author, as a best-selling author, so that people actually would respect me and give me an opportunity to even speak. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was first before I actually got to any stages. Yeah,
1: so you are obviously an unshakable optimist like me. Are there any
0: (laughs) low days in life where you need to reboot yourself? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Just like any humans, just because we are the title that we are, we are optimistic, bubbly, happy, mostly, of course, I have four children. In those days, I just decide, you know what? I won't work today. I need to give myself some love. Uh, I may go, before COVID, I I may go and get myself a massage. You know, just even going out to just get a manicure pedicure would make me feel better and listening to some music and just watching some TV show. All of those come into play when it comes to your confidence and your self-care. And those are the things that I actually say you must do on a daily basis so that you can be the best you can be when you go out and mingle in the world. So please don't do it just when you are sad and depressed and have a bad day. Do it on the good days as well. Yeah. And is there a quote that you go by? I do. I have a quote that I love. It's my quote. And I say success is nothing without anyone to share it with. So if you are single, if you are uh, lonely, I would say put a lot of energy to try to find yourself somebody or a group, a supportive group that you really can tap into on a daily basis. Because if you have exciting news to share or you have sad news to share, You really want somebody who cares for you to share it with, you know, and not just, I'm not just talking about mommy, daddy, sisters, brothers. I'm talking about a loved one. I say, you know, if I'm so successful but I don't have a partner to share it with, what is it all for, right? I I love to share it with the world. But at the end of the day, I come back to my husband, who is the foundation of my success. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> thank you So much for all your wisdom. Thank you, Lucy. I wish you a good continuation of this beautiful podcast that you have. I would love to hear from everybody and who is listening, who's been listening. And I really thank you again for asking me to be on your show. Yeah. So where can everyone find you at, Didi? Social media. I'm at Dee Official on Facebook, on ig and twitter and linkedin i'm at dd wong so that's the easiest way to get to me if you want to write to me you could just write to dd at dd which is my email perfect thank you thank you take care bye bye to all the beautiful souls listening
1: thank you for joining me on this episode of the lucy lu show when i'm not podcasting i am coaching high achieving women in live transitions getting unstuck